What's good, champs? It's your boy, Jerry, coming to you with another episode of Champion Talk. And today's episode will be about the NBA buyout market. The NBA buyout market has been getting real over these last couple of days with LaMarcus Aldridge going to the Brooklyn Nets and Andre Drummond to the LA Lakers. Both are big-time moves, man. And then we're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. Who was the biggest Who was the biggest winner from those scenarios? There were a lot of great moves. All of them was game changers to me. And then... We're going to talk about other NBA news and updates, man. So stay tuned and stick around and enjoy this episode. All right, man, we're going to kick it off with this buyout market, man. Around Saturday, Sunday, man, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, he was bought out by the San Antonio Spurs and signed by the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge is now a Brooklyn, a Brooklyn Net. You know, it's crazy with all the guys they've been adding this year, starting with James Harden, then adding Blake Griffin, and now they have L.A., LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, you know, me personally, I thought he was going to sign with Miami. You know, I thought that would have been, you know, the more – the more reasonable thing to happen, but you know, it didn't. But, you know, it's crazy looking at this at this at this um this Brooklyn Net roster. You know, they got two guys and and Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge, who was the corn they've been cornerstones of franchises before. You know, with Blake Griffin, it was the Los Angeles Clippers. You know, he was the best player on that team at at a at, at um at a certain point. Um Lamarcus Aldridge all those years in Portland. You know, before Damian Lillard came, he was the best player on that team. And now they probably, we looking at them like, you know, they probably want to be the fourth, fifth options on this team. Like, well, they will be the fourth and fifth option on that team. And that's just crazy, you know. So, the, you know, this is a big time move for for the for the Brooklyn Nets to get a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, given that, you know, it's a, he's around 35, 36 years old. You know, he's getting up there. This season, he hasn't been having, you know, a stellar season. He's averaging around 12, 13 points. But um, he's one of those players, man. Like he got an unstoppable, he got an unstoppable move, unstoppable move in his arsenal, you know. And it's his his mid range jump shot, you know. L A is a guy who can get it. He can get it. He can get hot, you know. He can get hot from the mid range and mess around and not miss, you know, miss, you know, not miss for the rest of the rest of the quarter or the rest of the second half, you know. He's got to lead through mid range and post game. So, you know, that's a, a big, a big, um, a big pickup for 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 Brooklyn now. Brooklyn's like they're going in the approach that they're gonna outscore everybody, because I'm um, looking at up and down at their team. It's not a it's not a single defensive stopper on their team. Like, you know, there's nobody on their team that can guard. You know, a player like Joel Embiid or Giannis. There's nobody on their team that can guard uh, LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Or you know, it's not that anybody can guard them guys, but you know, it's not nobody on that team that can cause them guys. You know, make them work for their buckets. Yeah, um, it'd be pretty easy for all them guys I just named, man. So that's something I think the the Brooklyn Nets should have been looking for around the trade deadline and the and the um in the buyout market. Not not another score. That's because that's what L A. That's all L A. can offer them right now. Um, at this point in his career, is is points. You know, he's not the rim protector that he once was. Not the defender. And I think Brooklyn needs some more defense, but you know, adding LA to um, Lamarcus Aldridge to your team, it's not gonna not gonna hurt you too much. But it's gonna be interesting to see how this Brooklyn Nets team. This is this reminds me of the of the '04 Lakers. You know, when they had Shaq and Kobe after the three peak, and now they and now they adding you know Karl Malone and Gary Payton. You know, on the back end, 
on the back end ages of their careers, and that didn't that didn't work out. You know, they ran into the Detroit Detroit Pistons and lost to you know a team playing some great defense and you know just moving the ball and working as a team on offense. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting with the Brooklyn Nets, but the Los Angeles Lakers. I think they won the buyout market, you know, acquiring Andre Drummond. You know, I think that's a really, really huge move for them. You know, losing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee last year. Two two athletic bigs who, you know, really shut down the paint shut down the uh, shut down the paint. Uh, you look at their front court last year, it was always LeBron A D and LeBron A D, Dwight or JaVel. You know, that's a that's a huge that's a huge front court. Make it hard make it hard on the um the opposing team trying to score the ball when you got you know, three long, three long guys down there. You know, pause. But you know, when you got three, when you got three long guys down there, it's tough to score the ball. It's tough to get in there and get points in the paint. So, and the Lakers, you know, been rocking with Mark Gasol for most of this year, and you know, he's just not the defender. You know, the, the former defensive player of the year that he once was. I think he won in like 2013, 2014, around sometime like that. But you know, uh, Mark Gasol just looks, he looks slow. You know. And he looked like he looked like he ready for 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 retirement, man. Doesn't look like he can really do too much no more because you know unless you're gonna call up some post plays for him, which the Lakers don't. I don't, you know, he, he's still a great passer, but you know that's all that's all he's offering right now is his passing because he's averaging four points a game and like four rebounds. And, you know that's not that's not gonna cut it. Now although the Lakers are. They are number one in defensive rating this year, but they still around allow around 50 points in the paint this year. So, you know, adding Andre Drummond, you get a guy that can. First of all, he's a uh, uh, he's a workhorse on a um, on the glass, offensive and defensive. He's only 27 and for his career, averaging around 14 rebounds, almost 14. You know, on that, you know, that's ridiculous. You know, that's a lot of rebounds. You know, he keep keep at this rate, he could be top five. Top ten all time in rebounding. So, you know, the Lakers and that today squad. So a guy and a great rebounder, probably the best rebounder in the game right now. Um, they added a player, a player that, you know, he can finish around the rim. He's not the best finisher in the league, but you know, he got you know, he's average. Well, he's better than average, but not, you know, not good. So, you know, they getting that. A guy that's gonna run the floor, a guy that's gonna work hard. Catch lobs from both AD and LeBron. Both them guys draw so much attention. It's gonna be, you know, a lot of free buckets for Andre Drummond. And then you get a guy on defense. You know, an anchor. You know, you get a you get that anchor back on defense. Um, Andre Drummond is probably not the shot blocker that Javale McGee and and um, Dwight Howard is, but you know, he, he's he's better than Mark Gasol. You know, he's like you know, like I say, he's above above average finisher. He's above average shot blocker too. So. You know, you're getting a guy that can do a, a little bit of everything, man. You know, he gonna he gonna he gonna do everything you want a traditional big man do. He gonna get out there, set some great picks. He gonna roll to the basket hard. He gonna rebound and he gonna run the floor. And that's all. That's hey, that's all you can. That's that's all you should want out your center, man. I know. I, I know nowadays we got a lot of hybrids like you know like Nikola Jokic and and Joel Embiid, but you know Andre Drummond adding him to to that Lakers team. And I think the reason I say the Lakers won is because the Lakers is they more solidified in the Nets. We don't know what we're gonna get from the Nets, but we saw the Lakers go into the bubble last year and win the NBA Finals. You know, win the NBA Finals in the pandemic. You know, they got a championship or around them, but you know, but you know, I would say they bought their key pieces back this year. Besides losing, um, you know, Rondo and the two bigs, they kept everybody else: Caldwell Pope, Caruso, the twin. You know, they kept Morris. 
And they got LeBron and AD, man. Really all they really all they need. And throwing a guy like Andre Drummond, I think it's just gonna, you know, I think it's gonna work wonders for them. And I think if AD come back, I think AD, if AD come back healthy, hundred percent, the Lakers should be favorites to get out the West and to win the finals, you know, to another team proves otherwise. So, you know, that's um that's something we can keep the keep our eyes on. That's what happened in the buyout market, you know, this past weekend. It was very exciting. Very, very I was caught off guard, though. I really thought L.A. was going to go to Miami, but, you know, he chose Brooklyn, you know. So, moving on, man. The NBA trade deadline was last week. I made a video on it. I made a video recapping it recapping it um, last week, but I didn't say like, it was the biggest winner. So, that's what we're going to do right here. And I feel like, you know, there were a lot of great trades, man. We had um, Nikolai Vujicic. Nikolai Vujicic to the to the Chicago Bulls and Jack Levine some help down there. Evan Fournier to the Boston Celtics. You know, add another score to a team that so desperately needed. You know, and then we had Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat. That's a big pickup for them. And then we had Ron John Rondo to the Clippers. You know, Kawhi Leonard been you know stressing, been stressing that he wanted a point guard. So you know, it looked like he it looked like he finally got one. We gonna see what they do with um, you know, you know, you know what Rondo new nickname is, you know, playoff Rondo. But um, my favorite trade, not only no, this is not my favorite trade. My favorite one was the Bujic trade. But to me, the biggest winner from this was the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets is a team last year that knocked off the Utah Jazz in the first round, coming back three one. Knocked off the um, L.A. Clippers, coming back three one, and then they fell short to the L.A. Lakers. You know, it's no shame to that losing to LeBron. LeBron and Anthony Davis. But that Utah team is basically the same team as this year. You know, them guys are just playing better. Um, you know, they have, they got, I know they didn't have um, Brogdanovich for that series, but, you know, they got him back this year. And, um, yeah, so they knocked them out first round. Second round, they beat the Clippers, you know. Clippers were favored to win it all, man. You know, they had the, probably the deepest team in the NBA. Scores everywhere, three and D players everywhere. And then they had Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard and um, Pandemic P, man, PG thirteen. So you know that was a formidable team that they knocked off. And you know they get to the Lakers and lose. And then in the off season, in the off seasons they lose players like um, Jeremy Grant, Tory Craig. You know two two center, um, two two of their best defenders, man. Especially Tory Craig, he picked guys up ninety four feet. And we all know how. You know how long Jeremy Grant is. You know, pause. How long and athletic he is. Very great defender, and we see what he's doing in Detroit, having a breakout season. You know, they lost him, and at, and you know we could tell. You know, at the beginning of the season, Denver had a very very rough start. Very rough start. They was 14th in the West at a point, but they picked it back up. Seemed like they was missing those guys, and then at the trade deadline, they go and add a guy like like Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is about six eight six nine. He's a Skywalker. He can shoot the three. He can create for his own because he's been, he been creating for his own since he's been in the league down in Orlando. And, you know, he, gonna, he can play defense, you know, just based off his pure athleticism. So, Denver adding that to that team, um, to their team is big time, you know, with um, Nikolai Jokic as their point point center. You know, can't call him a point guard because he's seven feet, about 260. So, he's a point center. With him running the show, I can already see it now, man. Um, it's gonna be a lot of back doors, a lot of lives to Aaron Gordon. He's gonna get so many free looks with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and you know, and Jokic drawing so many, you know, drawing so much attention. So it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fun for him, a lot of free buckets. You know, something he's not used to. He's been carrying that 
and you know carrying that workload in Orlando with Bielczyk. And now, now it's now you get to play with some some pretty you know some pretty quality basketball players with you know with a better coach, a better system, and a, and really a better situation, man. So like, I'm really excited to see what the Denver Nuggets gonna do this do this um you know come postseason and what the the um the playoffs in the West gonna be crazy, man. These teams these teams find a way to get better and better um every every year and they do it in an interesting way man um you know especially with denver you know that uh that guy michael porter jr he's he's something else man he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna be a headache in the future man um this is what his second third year really his second year he didn't play too much his first year and he having like 16 17 on 52 54 percent from the field and like 40 percent from three so he's hey he's having a hell of a season man so denver nuggets man they they ready you know, they are stocked up. They're ready for come postseason time. They did dump off um, Gary Harris, um, RJ Hampton, and some some draft picks. But I think um, Gary Harris, I think, um, you know, his injuries, you know, it may cause him to like he was falling off. So, you know, I don't think Denver had to give up too much for them. And then RJ Hampton is, you know, he a rookie. So we're going to see. We're going to see how this day. We're going to see how that unfolds for Denver. But you know that's how the trade deadline went, man. To me, that was the you know that was the winner from the trade deadline, and you know some other news, man. Some other news and updates. Zion Williamson has been playing like a <laughs> like a man amongst boys, and that's really what it is. Um, Rick Carline, the coach for the Dallas Mavericks, said he's like Shaq with point guard skills, and you know he's been on a really unbelievable un unbelievable run, man. Just the other night, I think it was like two three nights ago. He got his career high 39 points on 84% shooting from the field, you know, and that's just ridiculous. Getting 40, getting 40, basically 40, 39 on 84% shooting. Come on, man. Even if it is, you know, all at the rim, but still, um, not to that, not to that Shaq comparison. I 100% agree, man. I think he's like Shaq with some finesse. You know, he can he can go up and finish on you with brute force, and then there's other times where he go up and you know it's finesse. He go around you. You know, he go around you, you know, make, you know, just maneuver. He's very agile for a man that size, you know. And I don't know how much he weigh, man, but people are saying, you know, he listed at like two, 260 or 270 or something like that. People say he looked 300, but he don't look 300 to me. But, you know, but still, even if he was 300 and he moving like that, that's, you know, that's scary. You know, I wouldn't think he was human, but. Yeah, Zion is nasty, and like the game before his career high, he went 38. I think, yeah, the game against Dallas, he went 38. And, you know, the point guard skills, too. I think, man, I think that's something that's, you know, that don't get talked about enough for him. You know, his quick first step, his first step is so quick, man. People can't really do nothing, can't really do nothing to guard him. You know, he got a nice handle, and he can create for himself. You know, he, he ain't like, it ain't like he, you know, setting the screen, catching it off the screen, you know. Or he catching in the low post every time, you know he can, he get out on the perimeter. He can make a he can make a nice move. So Zion Williamson has been he has been very very impressive, very impressive this season, man, very impressive. And another guy that's been um, another guy that's been lighting up the, the stat the um, what do I want to call it the stat sheet, you know the the box score. Russell West West Russell Westbrook, man. I mean I mean Russell Westbrook. That guy's been playing out of his mind. I think over the last nine, ten games, he averaging like twenty six, eleven, and eleven. You know, but come on, man, that's what we expect out of out of Russell Westbrook. So you know, 
I don't really want to talk Westbrook unless he, you know, unless unless it got to do with championships. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, you know, that's all he's missing right now is a ring. He need a ring. Got the MVP. Got the All Star appearances. He got the average and a triple double for three straight years, I think. So, you know, he only missing one thing from his hardware, and that's a championship ring, man. So, hey, listen, the NBA is getting spicy. It is getting spicy. It's almost postseason time. Um, I honestly don't know what to expect. You know, it's a lot of a lot of question marks for me, man. A lot of teams. A team like Boston, you guys are like seventh, sixth in the East. Or, no, they like fifth, but their record is, I believe they're below 500. I have 500, but they're still contenders, you know, like how that works. So, you know, the playoffs going to be, the playoffs going to be crazy this year. But, hey, man, that's it for this episode. It's been a blast doing these episodes, man. We 19 episodes in. Episode 20 will be next week. Hopefully, I can think of something special to do for that, man. 20th episode, I feel like that's a milestone. But anyways, guys, you know, if you enjoyed this for my YouTubers, if you enjoyed this video, give it a like. Give it a thumbs up. Comment down below, man. Comment down below who won the buyout market, who won the trade deadline. And then, you know, subscribe. Subscribe for weekly content, authentic content, authentic content, a fresh, a fresh perspective. And I can't even talk now. And then for all my podcasters out there, man, if you're on um, Apple Podcasts, subscribe, you know, Spotify, follow. And that's it, man. I'm out.